0: I'm John Rutledge, a.k.a. Eggsy from visionary rap group The GLC, lover of mystery, disciple of intrigue. I'm Mike
1: Bubbins, comedian and qualified PE teacher, fan of fact, seeker of proof.
0: We're on a quest to unexplain the most unexplainable mysteries. For we
1: are The The Unexplainers.
0: Unexplainers. I can't believe how busy the shops are on a Saturday. Thanks, Mike, again. You're welcome. Helping me pick out a pair of shoes. You know how hard it is for me.
1: I will never do it again.
0: <sighs> right, what ones do I go for? Jellies? No.
1: Nope.
0: Uh, ones with the lights in the back? Definitely not. Or the ones with the wheels in the heels? Definitely not. You're 39. Just plain shoes. R- brown or black walking
1: shoes. Can't yeah, those shoes.
0: ones. Get those ones. Pop them on. Take it off. Pop it on. How small are your feet? Tiny, aren't they? Tiny They're little. smaller than tiny. They're the smallest we have ever seen. Very high arches. So you don't even pay the VAT then, do you? Oh, no, don't pay any VAT on these tiny. They're so small, though. I know. Have you ever seen someone with massive feet, though? I
1: told a kid called James, that's had size 17, he's got his football boots from America. That's pretty big.
0: A bloke lives next door to me, he's got a size 36 feet. Really? Well, he's not a bloke. He's a Bigfoot. He doesn't live next door to me, oh. he lives in the woods. Here we go. He's just under the trees, yeah, that's why you're here. It's not really about buying shoes, Mike. Want to come and find a Bigfoot? Yes, please. Right, let's go and get some mini socks. Let's get up the woods. It's some tiny socks. Get in there. <laughs> Unexplainers explainer's log. As soon as Mike had finished tying my laces, we started our Bigfoot quest. First stop, Tradiga. In 2008, solid photographic evidence taken in the surrounding woods had literally set the internet on fire. But not, not, not literally. Dominic, hi. I'm John, this is Mike. Hi, how's it, how's it going, Mike? How are you doing? Um, so, Dominic, you're a journalist. I um, Bigfoot, tell me what you know what happened. Give us the full details. Yeah,
2: well, the, uh, the Tradiga Bigfoot. Yes. Many years ago, I was contacted by someone who said that they'd taken some photographs of a Bigfoot roaming the woods of Tredegar. In fact, just over there, in those trees over there... Half a mile away? There's a sort of long lens images of of what looked like some ape-like creature sort of going in and out of the
0: trees. A lot of questions for you, Dominic. John's very excited. What what are we talking? Are we talking monkey man? Are we talking bear man? Are we talking half monkey, half bear? Or one-third monkey, one-third bear, one-third man? Well...
2: Perhaps this might be the point where I have to come clean about something. Okay. It was me.
1: Right. This is wonderful.
2: Okay. So what, are you secretly half man, half? I'm, I am. Um, I, I made a transformation via a cheap gorilla outfit. It was an April Fool's joke, which is now, oh, the sweet
0: smell of vindication. Right, indication. okay. So what you're saying is I've come up here for no reason other than to be told that a human being has dressed up as a giant monkey man. It's people like you, Dominic. You're ruining this for everybody. Oh, that's you know? it, I'm afraid. So when the real creatures come out, they get mocked, you know? I'm shocked, I'm saddened, I'm disgusted, I've got a good mind to walk off, but I don't know how to get home from here.
2: I'm sorry to have uh, deceived you, but it was, it was much a surprise to me that it, still, it was still doing the rounds on
0: the internet. So, you know, you've, you've created this hoax, you've destroyed... A large portion of my life and my belief system. Well done, Tom. Yeah, thanks, mate. Why did you choose the Yeti? You could have done a flying skeleton monster if you wanted.
2: Well, there's a history of Welsh Yetis and, and mountain apes and things. So you sort of used your journalistic creativity to
1: tap into an existing folklore then?
2: Yeah, and I just quite like the idea of dressing like a Bigfoot and, and,
1: and mucking around in the woods. For all your failings, John, I do you know like you in, in a way. Uh, you look crestfallen, you look like a, you look a, like a sad puppy. We will... Hunt down the notorious B.I.G. foot. little joke there.
0: I like it. Yeah, good yeah, job. Yeah, hip-hop meets cryptozoology, two yeah. of my favourite subjects there.
1: Thanks so much, Dominic. You, you've, li- you've just leapfrogged until I'm one of the top three favourite people in the world. You're a good man. Thank I, you so I, much. I
0: will shake your hand. Best of luck. But as I walk away, I'll, I'll mutter horrible things about you under my breath. Right. Best of luck. Yeah, cheers, Take mate. Take care, mate. Yeah, whatever. Dominic had broken my heart, so it was time to bring out the big guns. Author Nick Redfern, who'd written about real Big Feet's foot. Monsters. Hello. Hello, Nick. Oh, hi, um, Nick. It's a great pleasure to get to speak to you. Mike's not as uh, clued up. Could you give yourself just a little intro? Yeah,
3: sure. Well... Uh, I write books and articles on everything from UFOs to Bigfoot, Man in Black, Loch Ness Monster, anything that's kind of a, a little bit weird.
0: Uh, do you know much about sightings of Bigfoot in the UK?
3: There's a sort of a long and rich history of sightings of weird creatures that kind of sound like Bigfoot. A classic one that goes back several centuries occurred on Nant Gwinant. Villages in the area were sort of plagued by this sort of silent and stealthy, what they thought was a thief who would break into their cottages and farms with steel animals and food and things like that. One of them caught sight of this sort of hairy, wild man-type creature, what looked like a primitive human covered in hair. You know, sort of all hell broke loose.
1: I'm inclined to believe stories like that. You don't know me, but if you pictured like the love child of Tom Selleck when he played in his Magnum years and Big Daddy,
0: it's right. definitely, that's your look. That's I'm a very hairy man. He's actually got his top off at the moment as well, Nick. So. Yeah, just,
1: just, for, just to emphasise the fact. Could that have be been that just a man who's living rough, he tries to steal food to survive?
3: You know, it's entirely possible that what we consider today to be a wild man could have literally just been a wild man.
0: Are there any examples, more recent examples of sightings?
3: Yeah, well, there was actually a case that surfaced in 2001. This was focused around um, Snowdonia. And it came from a guy, he was a forester, and he claimed to have seen some sort of huge creature. He said it was ape-like at about 10 feet in height. Gave off this strong, musky odour and had dark brown hair and sort of huge hands that were sort of twice the size of a human hand.
1: I've lived in the north of Canada, in northern Alberta, for a long time. I can imagine something living there. If you're in Snowdonia, you're never more than sort of two miles from a tea shop.
3: The big problem with the UK is the size of it, or rather the, the lack of size. That's why a number of researchers you know, have sort of focused on this angle of are they actually flesh and blood creatures or are they something much weirder?
1: If John and I were to go on a, on a hunt, how would we go about drawing one of these animals into the wild so that we could see it for ourselves?
3: Something that's worthwhile doing. You can find core blasting equipment. It allows you to download the sounds, the grunts of like a gorilla or a chimpanzee or an orangutan, and then you can blast them in the woods. This is a good way, possibly, of luring these things out.
1: We don't know what this beast is or isn't. If I was to maybe wear like a white singlet, a pair of Dr. Martin boots yeah. and a gold top hat. Right. And just record myself <laughs> shouting, easy, easy, easy. Walk through the woods in Snowdonia, trying to sort of belly
0: pump.
3: Yeah. You Only know, one I mean, way to find out. That's to sort of try it. But.
0: Would you suggest somewhere like Snowdonia is a good place? Obviously, you said there were. Um... Yeah,
3: joking aside, I would suggest Snowdonia. There, there is sort of a history and a and a folklore. There's a legend called the Grey King, it's a very old one. It goes back centuries. It would typically sort of hide out in mountain tops, you know, where it's misty and very foggy. It would sort of hide out for people crossing the mountain and things like that and then attack them and essentially you know take them home for food
0: uh if my face gets eaten by some sort of giant creature will you write a book about me
3: yeah, yeah i'll do uh, yeah we could title it something like the the face eating creature of Snowdown that that'd be a good title you I'll, I'll
0: do the photo there you go mike you do and the then photographs. i'll phone 999 afterwards all right you do the photographs mike <laughs> i'll get my face eaten. we've got a deal then nick that sounds fantastic
1: we jumped in our black car, drove through the green mountains to meet a white man about a grey king that I knew was a red herring. In multicoloured San Beris, we met folklore expert Gareth. Hello, Gareth. Oh, hello.
0: Hi, Hi, Gareth.
4: Gareth. You're right. John, nice to meet oh, you. Oh, well, well, welcome to uh, Menhir Vachuen's Walk and Discover Centre. Well,
1: the reason we're here, Gareth, is we like somebody who's a local expert, okay. someone who's steeped in local folklore to tell us what they know about the uh, the legend of the grey
4: king. Gennín uh, the Grey King, yes, yeah, so apparently some kind of Sasquatch, sort of like Bigfoot type character that, that roams the mountains. I'm going to turn a little bit anthropological on you here now, okay? Now then, he's not the only one that's up there. There are giants, there's about three or four giants that are up there as well. Mm. Uh, and, and there's a witch called Ganryth But. Oh, now what she does is that she hides behind rocks and then jumps out on, on, on unsuspecting children, then she eats them. These tales and these, these myths and legends, a lot of them you will find are to do with children. Yeah, mm. they, they they grab children, they eat children. This one really interesting one, so I might say, okay, it's not around here, but it's about thirty miles to the east of here. So he was a giant that wore gold, big daddy. Yeah, exactly. Like the wrestler, big daddy. <laughs> yes. exactly. Chanting easy, easy. Open, open, <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he lived on top of this hill where there was a prehistoric burial chamber, and uh, about thirty years ago, they did an archaeological dig there. Lo and behold, what they found was the remains of this chap from the Bronze Age. Uh, So you're talking about at least 3,000 years old. And he was uh, 6 foot 7, which at that time was ginormous. Yeah. yeah? And lo and behold, what was round his neck, but load of gold jewellery. Right. right. Okay. Okay. So it's possible that that story had come down through the generations in that area for at least 3,000 years. Mm. And up to a point, I was talking to people there who told me the story, that they that this is the story that they were told when they were kids not to go up there because there was a giant wearing gold that had children. My theory is that it, it, it's a way of warding off children from wandering up the mountains. Was like the Boogeyman.
1: Well, then maybe it's just a mishmash of fairy tales to ward off kids from dangerous places, mm. real people that existed that were, like believe they said the, the, the six or well, well, like seven that story. giants. Exactly.
4: It's mm. up to guys like you now to go out there and wandering to see to see whether these things actually exist or not. Are you going to follow this bit now with with the X-Files sort of music?
0: This is where the spooky music comes in and then a sort of weird monkey noise comes in over the top. (laughs) And then you hear me crying on top of a mountain at about two o'clock this morning.
4: Great, I look forward to it.
1: (laughs) I liked Gareth. He understood the difference between fairy tales and fact, unlike John who still wanted to wander up a mountain.
0: Wow, okay, so Gareth, um, the G-man, Gaz, Gaz-man. Yeah,
1: just Gareth,
0: really, isn't it? Gazzy, Gazalicious. Yeah, Gareth. Um, I wasn't that impressed by the way he tried to wash over what we know by saying things like, oh, these stories were invented to protect people, children.
1: You did like him spouting a lot of facts here
0: you. Okay, well, let's just say that the scales Of information are equally balanced either side right now you think so do you I know so and I think there's only one way to tip those scales in my favor and time-honored unexplained tradition let's take it live field trip you and I outside on a mountain in the night all night together holding hands are you
1: serious right at the moment the temperature gauge in the car says two Celsius no problem this is lunchtime I'm not spending a night with you outside
0: Performing any sort of task in below freezing conditions only sharpens the senses. I read that just now. Did
1: you? Mm. Did you? Oh, because I've read about people dying on mountains a lot. I'll tell you what you could have done, mate, before we drove four hours north, is tell me this stuff so I could have brought some warm
0: weather kit with me. Better than warm weather kit, I found a warm weather human. I found someone, let's just say an old friend, who's an expert at keeping bodies warm and making sure you can find bits of grub to eat from a floor.
1: So, me you and your weird friend?
0: Uh, let's just say classic mate, friend of the show, big sleep, buddy.
1: I got to sleep outside at altitude in Snowdonia
0: mm-hmm.
1: in early March, yeah? Yeah,
0: yeah exactly.
1: Do you know what, I mate? Mean? You've appalled me. I'm actually appalled with you for once, OK? I watch the news over the years. You all see some bloke out in the middle of the mountains with a pair of trainers on in the summer getting rescued by mountain rescue. I think, what a man of idiot. I know exactly what a manner of idiot. Me, you and your mystery mate. Right, I'm not prepared for this trip. You're not prepared for this trip. Tomorrow morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, when well, I'm freezing to death. What are you going to say when they're loading me onto the back of the helicopter in a, in a, in a stretcher, strapping me down? Oh, so, so, sorry about this, pal. He, he was looking for the Grey King. The what? The Grey King? He's a, he's a Sasquatch who lives in Snowdon. Ridiculous. Do you know what I would do if I was that bloke flying the helicopter? What?
0: I would fly it upside down and chop your head off. Um, I think this is what will happen, okay? Uh, they rush in. Uh, guys, a uh, couple of uh, survivors out here. You okay, bud? You okay? How are the others? Don't worry about them, we've got some hot chocolates for them. It's you we're worried about, bud. What can we do? Just get some heat, rub my feet for a bit. We're going back in. And he got this rod, he's going back in, he's going to find it. It looks like he knows what he's doing. Uh, he's Clive,
1: Clive, Ksh! I'm not touching his feet over.
0: Ksh! It's okay, You can rub his feet over. Ksh! It looks like he's going back in. He knows great Kings out there.
1: Uh, Clive, can we dump the idiot with, with the bad feet? Uh, and
0: just flip this the. This guy is one hell of a hero. Flip
1: the chopper 180 and chop his head off. Ksh!
0: I'm going to do a loop the loop and let some smoke out in the back of the helicopter. Let's um, drop these guys um, off with some beef burgers and chips because they're heroes. That's what's going to happen.
1: This is not an action
0: movie, mate. Damn right, this ain't an action movie, this is real. Loop to loop, Rods, right? we're dropping them off.
3: These guys deserve some burgers and chips. Over.
0: God.
1: We drove deep into the mountains. I was expecting to meet a track suited fool with a pop-up tent. So I was relieved to discover that John's mystery friend was, in fact, Rich Burrito, a track and a survival expert who previously helped us to not find a puma that didn't exist.
0: Hi, Richard. Hi, Mike. How's it going?
3: Not too bad, thanks, mate.
0: Right, um, we're here. Our experiment is to find Bigfoot, the grey man, the mountain king. Where can you take us? What can you show us? How does it begin? Well, where you are now is somewhere called Kumegei, which... It's the top end of Snowdonia.
5: So we're in the largest upland area in the UK outside of Scotland. Uh, it's pretty remote here. We're going to head over into the next valley to Dullin and we're going to go and have a look at the Bothy there and possibly spend the night. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: What you say Bothy? What's a Bothy? I, got, I went to school with a kid called Bothy. Yeah, it's not the,
1: I doubt we're going to sleep in the kid you went to school with. He's a builder here.
0: It's kind of
5: a wilderness hut. A couple of rooms. Sky telly and all the... Uh, more sort of concrete walls and uh, rocks all around you and in the middle of nowhere.
0: The grey man, it's its scaring people away. Richard, have you ever experienced anything like
5: this? Generally, I'm quite happy out in the middle of nowhere on my own. There was one time where I arrived somewhere on my own to spend the night. As I was setting up, it was just... It felt threatening. There was, just, there was this weird atmosphere to the place. I thought I'd just you know, tough it out for a bit, but the longer I stayed there, the more unsettled I felt. I just I took the decision to pack up and uh, walk back out and go and sleep I somewhere don't,
1: else. I don't know the sound of this. Richard's these... Richard a very down-to-earth outdoor man.
0: Richard has uh, witnessed there what we call GKS, Grey King Syndrome. He's felt its eyes burning through the back of his skull into his mind. It will get cold tonight. Is Mike going to die tonight or come home with fingers or toes missing? Or... I can only promise that I'll do my level best to make sure that doesn't happen. Secondary question, you know a lot about mountain rescue. Is it true a helicopter can fly upside down and cut a man's head off?
5: I haven't seen that, no. Okay.
1: Well, that could happen though, Rich, yeah?
5: I would have to say probably not. I'm safe, I'm safe for now then. We've got a cold night and a couple of miles of walking ahead of us, so do you want to come with me? I've got some kit for you guys. Have you got like Cuban heel boots, walking boots? Thankfully
0: not, no. Have you got Travel Connect 4 or any sort of games, Could plunk or anything like that? got a notepad. Wicked, we you do hangman. The ascent began into the mountains of madness, the hills of horror, the peaks of p- p- twin. My body felt broken as we pushed ourselves harder than any human had been pushed before, like when you run loads. This is pretty epic now. I reckon we've been walking for about two or three days non stop now. Oh, 20 minutes now.
1: Right? That's 20 right. minutes, yeah. That's close enough.
0: enough, yeah.
1: This is the most spectacular place I've been to. Yeah. We're walking towards a snow line, so we've got the snow capped mountains in front of us there, Rich. We've got these peaks right the way around us, we can see behind us all the way across to Anglesey and the Great Orb and the Sea.
0: How's everyone's fear factor? Is anyone feeling anything in particular? Any, any... Well, This is
1: my day job, so. Yeah. This is essentially Rich's office, isn't it? Like... Yeah, as offices go, it's not bad, is it?
5: Is
0: this is your equivalent to talking to Lee in accounts right now. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Although okay. the girl you fancy in, in, uh, in HR is actually a rock. Janine. We should press on if we want to get there before dark.
5: It is going to drop below freezing tonight, so... look forward to that. Yeah, that's that's more of a worry at the moment.
0: Yeah, yeah. hopefully we'll be having cups of tea and fond memories of this walk in... in, in oh, in 40 sat minutes, down so. watching a bit of football. Yeah, Sky Sports available lovely. here. Oh, to a support. pool. Yeah, I love football. Maybe so a dance. Lovely to see how, how they're doing in the cup, your favourite team. Huge, huge football. It loves all the sports, it? All the Uniteds, all the cities. I just hope
5: nobody's left, let the ponies in. Ponies? Yeah. Well, sometimes people leave the door open and you get in there and there's
1: a pony in the, in the bothy. I mean... I haven't got great standards, you know what I mean? But, uh, do you know what I mean? It's not the nativity. I'm not gonna sleep in a manger, that's what I'm saying. Well, it, it just, it's just, it's something- Three wise them. men, well, actually two wise men and a virgin. I had no intention of ever using a horse as a duvet, again. As darkness crept over the landscape, I began to feel uneasy. Not because of the great king, but because I was walking down a wet cliff in John's tiny spare wellies. So we've been walking about an hour and a half, Johnny, an hour and 40 minutes. The sun's just dropped down the mountain
0: behind us there. So now the
1: chill, I mean it's gone degrees colder in the last like 15 minutes.
0: We're just engulfed in shadow. Yes. It's as if the eye of Sauron is, is just looking over us in, and we are some of them little fellas from Lord of the Rings. Do you start to mess with your eyes a bit? I think I've seen somebody from
1: the distance. I, th- I think I saw a person earlier, not, not a not a mountain man. When the light drops like this,
5: particularly at dusk, depth perception is really hard to get your head around and working out how far away objects are. Is that a figure that's close by or is it a stick that's...
1: It's just a stick that's... that's John's the, arm. Yeah. The, I always get the two confused, John's arm and a stick. It's
0: true, yeah. I often confuse you with a bus, Mike. So that was the end of the good track, guys.
5: It's going to get a bit oh, dear, boggier yeah. and squelchier from now. Stay close together and really pay attention to where you're putting your feet. A twisted ankle up here is going to be a real pain. One
0: time I was out in a place like this and yeah. uh, my whole leg went back. 45 miles on my arms. The whole leg went back? The whole leg went back. It's a medical term. You wouldn't know it. Kangaroo you, leg. Yeah, you know kangaroo leg, Rich. Yeah. So it's tread safe, Mike, yeah? Do you think I've been up much in school? Well? No, I was too busy fighting off the enemy. Okay. Yeah.
1: In the eerie half-light of dusk, we literally stumbled across something interesting. Literally. I mean, proper literally.
5: So guys, we're about 10 minutes away from the Boffy. We're down here. This is Dylan Reservoir. Um, I want to collect some water from here that for us to drink tonight.
0: I, th- I think what's nice is of all the natural landscape, there's a giant piece of aeroplane stuck in the middle of the water.
5: In the Second World War, a bomber uh, was flying along the North Wales coast, turned in over the mountains and just clipped the top of the cliffs. And there's a bit of wreckage in the uh, in the lake with part of the propeller and the rotary engine.
1: I'll tell Dr- you what's nice is I think there's a sign that says private fishing only. So if you are listening to this and you're thinking of making a, a three-hour walk across some of the wildest terrain in Britain... It's probably the most remote place I've been to outside of North America to do some fishing. You now think again, because your rod's not welcome.
0: Finally, we'd reached our Buffy Bigfoot HQ deep in the realm of the Grey King. Now, we'd have to play by his rules and his rules alone. And the Countryside Code and the regulations of Snowdonia National Park and the common law of the United Kingdom. But that was it. Right, so this is it. Uh, home for the night. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's nicer than I thought, to be honest a stone cottage. Yeah. Windows, doors, uh, a sort of concrete chamber as it were. Yeah, so let's go and have a look. Sarcophagus of doom. Let's go and have a little look inside. See what it's like.
1: Hello.
0: All right, so Oh, wow. Looks like we've got it to ourselves. Couple of chairs. little table in the corner, little a desk table. there. Some sort of multi-fuel burner. It's lovely, there's a sort of little um, mantelpiece above the fireplace with probably about 50 years worth of wax melted on from That's candles nice where people have stayed. And there's some that,
1: shelves, people have
0: left stuff from before. Is this, like- a, is this a guest book? People
5: who arrive and they leave stuff in there. So this is January. Yeah. Uh, what does that say?
1: Luke is a mahusive, snoozing, vegan bum. There you go, so a couple of vegans have been in here. Uh, Just looking up at the ceiling, there's a little hatch into the uh, loft space. And what's nice, in the soot
0: that's built up there over the years, someone's written, there be monsters. Yeah, that's nice to know. Uh, Whoa, whoa, what's that, Mike? What's that? That's a window, mate, over there. No, no, underneath. The, it's
1: massive. Oh, that's teeth. someone's left like a sheep's jawbone on there.
0: Right, is, is that, um, are we going to get anthrax off that, Rich? Or? I wouldn't I'd lick it, but. Right, okay. Don't, no, lick, d- don't, the, um, don't lick the jawbone. Don't lick the jawbone. Right, okay. It's funny because I was just as we were walking down, I really fancied licking some bones.
1: So no, no, you're not going to. I won't.
0: We warmed up on tea that Rich had foraged for us, and it was time to get out there and begin our coal blasting experiment.
1: we we'll come outside get them towards midnight is pitch black very very cold the stars are absolutely spectacular i mean i can see millions of stars it's unbelievable mm. but we're not here to admire that we're here to indulge your your weird fantasies we're going to do some core blasting i've left you in charge of the animal calls yeah we're going to call blast with those
0: yeah i've got i've got four basic calls well, do, do you want nice. me to sort of go through what they are or just introduce Let's just each do it, one then. so if you just check the um the, the speakers on, John. speaker unit there. So I want you to just hold it above your head, Mike. Okay. You you speak of your your 70s hero, B- Big Daddy. You, you, oh. You, you, you
1: I'd like to be wearing a white unitard yeah. with Dr. Martin boots and a gold
0: sequin top, ideally. And chanting, what was the well-known phrase? Easy, easy, easy. Okay. 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 We're going to go into science because first, listen. Just indulge him, Prince. See if you can hear. Can you hear it in the bushes now? Okay, now I'm going to call last. Here we go. Right, now can listen.
1: Can you feel anything? Can... I tell you what, I felt it was a massive pang of nostalgia. I can imagine my being sat at my nan's house. Yeah. on a Saturday afternoon with ITV World of Sport. wonder wonderful clash of titans just watching Big Daddy against Kendall and Akisaki. Yeah, I can smell Pyrex and Formica. Oh, no, pyrex and Formica! When
0: you go much. out in the garden and it smells of um, that, that brown varnish they put on fences. What's oh, that called? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Creasota. Creasota. But we're losing, we're losing track. Listen, guys. OK, so we're going to move deeper. It, what's the type of mammal with four legs and a tail that eats meat? The cat. No no cat. Dog. One of the internet's biggest sensations, a cat that says no. Here we go.
3: No 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 no
1: no 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 no. Listen where'd you find that?
0: Can you hear any can you? Hear it? No, obviously not. No 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 <laughs> you can't, you see? So we know it's not Big Daddy and we know it's not no no cat. Maybe it's something more primal, it's something that dates back in time, something closer to the dinosaur age. And the closest living relative we can think of. The tortoise tortoise. Yes. Here we go. So this is the mating call of everybody's favourite living dinosaur, the tortoise. He's just trying to get on top of the other one oh, here. He's both the other tortoise. Yeah. Here we go.
2: Oh. oh. <laughs>
5: The weirdest night of my life.
0: Okay, so let's just test silence. silence. Wait, wait, wait. Listen now. Anything? No. no. Okay. So what I've done is I've taken the um, the Sasquatch, the Bigfoot call that I've managed to get uh, an authentic one from the internet but oh, this is from a real big this is from yeah. a real big notwithstanding um, the fact that yeah they don't exist they? there's a country there's a country called america that has a lot of these it's over 100 miles away from here and they know what they're talking about big cars big ideas those guys are certainly rocking when it comes to, to imagine
1: it. a country Rich. that's almost four times bigger than Wales. Mm.
0: isn't that mad i'm imagining it yeah I'm imagining it it's really big okay now i'm going to call blast here we go <laughs>
1: No for anyone else. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Can wait, you just imagine? Wait, wait, the experiment isn't over. Minute, the experiment though. isn't
0: over. That was
1: absolutely blood-curdling, mate. What do you think about other people for once in your life? Just have a little bit of consideration. Imagine some block out there with this kid, trying to get his head down tonight. He's in there with his tent. It's his son's first trip out. Oh, come on, son. We've got to snow down It's a nice quiet night. We'll moment. Check out the stars. It's going to be amazing. The kid's terrified. He's terrified. He's got six hours
0: till the sun comes up. Think. Think The sandblasting didn't quite work the way we wanted it
1: to. That's... Well, it's so how it's done, John. It shone a light on something for me. I've got a theory. I'm calling it my circle theory of the unexplained. OK. You're so convinced that there's going to be a Sasquatch living in Snowdonia, right, that you've spent the last two nights getting weird stuff off the internet. Now, we've just blasted that out of a speaker in the middle of the mountains in a pitch black dead of night, right? Now, somewhere over that ridge, there could be another couple of people, just like me and you, one reasonable educated man in the world down to earth family man and a burke and the burke has just gone i've just heard something mate Did you hear that oh my god i heard a sasquatch oh this oh, oh, it's all true oh the legend of the great king it's true mate it's true and his mate's going don't be so ridiculous don't be so ridiculous you burke right and then he goes back home he thinks, no, no, I'm going to find it for myself. He goes on YouTube, and about two nights' time, he downloads the sound of a Sasquatch, comes out there with his mate on the other mountain, plays it, all right, maybe the mountain past that, there's another rational bloke with another
0: burke, and then it just keeps going, it just keeps going. it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. All I'm going to say is this experiment didn't work fair enough. So what have we learned? Call blasting is a guaranteed way to play a sound very loud mm. outside. I'd agree with that. Yeah. The Unexplainers is uh, a zip line creative production uh, for BBC Radio Wales. Uh. Right, John,
1: let's do a trailer. Come on.
0: Okay, here we go. The demon seed is happening. It's now. It's here. It's about to open your mind to a whole new world of paranormal existence, mysteries, intrigue.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just that. It's, it's yeah. things, that, you know, Is you talking about things that can't be explained. Yeah. And then me, me explaining them.
0: Unlike any other show that's been done, especially between the two of us, ever.
1: Oh um, yeah, nothing like anything we've done previously.
0: If you want to waste half an hour, then just 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 click the link that will take you to this thing, and it and it is, might
1: be longer than that. Yeah, and, and it might be shorter than that. Yeah, but it'll be it'll be around
0: that that length of time. I've got it. So, I've got it. Go on. I haven't got much on. Listen to the Demon Seed. Yeah. And that's it. That's Walk it. in the Dog? Listen, listen to the Demon, to the Seed. Demon Seed. And we could do it together. Yeah, yeah. So. Walk in the Dog? Listen, listen to the Demon Seed. Listen to the
1: Demon Seed. Washing up. we go. Listen, L- listen to the Demon Seed. Paint to the
0: wall. Listen to... Listen to the Demon, demon Seed. seed. I'm I'm I don't know many people.
1: Listen to, listen the, listen demon to the Demon Seed.
0: seed. Um, um, don't. Don't like mixing. I want to stay in tonight. Listen
1: to, listen the, listen demon to the Demon Seed. seed. Um, um, you've been no, kicked uh, up uh, by your missus because she yeah. found out you've been fiddling with next door. Uh... You're sleeping in the car. Yeah. Listen, Listen to the demon seed. Um uh,
0: had a power cut and I haven't got anything to do. Listen. But
1: your yeah. earbuds still work because your phone yeah. was charged up. Yes. Listen yes. to the demon seed. Listen seat.
0: to the demon seed. <laughs> um, car broken down on the side of a motorway.
1: Listen. No, no, no. Be careful with that. Okay, because you've got to be aware of traffic and stuff. All
0: right, how about this? How about this? Car broken down on the side of the motorway, safely gone behind the barrier on the hard shoulder, away from the car, and called the authorities. And then,
1: listen. Listen to the demon, to the demon seed. Yeah.
0: That is a good crossing, crossing the road. Don't listen to the press demon seed. Pause. Yeah. Cross Get the, to the
1: road other safely. Side.
0: Yeah. Get to the other side. And Go then to the
1: pavement again. Listen to the demon seed. To
0: the demon seed. Yeah. Um, what other things? Going on
1: an hour long walk. Listen to the demon listen seed. But then, the last sort of fifteen minutes plus. Just listen just to birdsong. Nature.
0: Listen, yeah, just listen to birdsong. You miss out a lot sometimes by, by having headphones on. You miss out yeah. on a lot.
1: Worried about being asked for spare change by homeless people?
0: Listen to the demon seed. Listen to the demon seed. Listen to the demon seed, the demon seed yeah.
1: Or pretend, uh, just, just pretend listen to the demon seed.
0: Yeah, classic. On a train, uh, looking out the window. Yeah. Listen to the
1: In, in a quiet demon carriage, th- make sure it's very quiet.
0: Yeah, we don't want another this. Oh,
1: nothing worse. No. Although we have going to any a bass in the Demon Seed.
0: No, we can. I can get some in. I'm working on a track at the moment, actually. Well, so. I
1: don't because it'll. Yeah,
0: that's the, true. Might ruin it. All the trains in it. Okay, all right. Well, I think we've given them a good, a pretty, pretty good roundup of what to, how to use. Well, producer Reece a
1: punchy fifteen seconds, so that that's, that should nail it.
0: That's right in there. That is top of the chart. That was, that was
1: perfect. Well done. Brilliant. 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 Hey, thanks, Reese. No problem. Producer Reese.
0: I like the way the standards are so low. That was. If proof. you're, if you're
1: producer Reese, you know, listen to the demoncy. You will have to because he he's doing the edit.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>